Hey there everyone, this is Luke, and welcome back to Let Me Tell You About Homestuck. When we last left off, John Egbert had begun searching the house for his dad in order to get his copy of the Spurb beta from him. He started by checking the study, and when he found that the room was empty, he decided to take some time to play a haunting piano refrain. We're picking up just as he's finishing. Mike, what's the next command? Play 52 Pickup. You play the prankster's favorite card game, even though you're alone in the room, thus rendering it an especially foolish version of Solitaire. So stupid! Look at this mess! The peanut gallery over there is sure getting a kick out of it. You're allergic to their scorn. Because <laughs> he's allergic to peanuts and he's just yep. like this car. <laughs> Attempt to leave the house. Wait, we went. Why aren't we examining the office? I don't know. This game's weird. You go back into the living room and contemplate checking the mailbox outside. You think perhaps you should exhaust all possibilities before plunging headlong into a dad encounter. Your television's currently airing a commercial. For ecto-coolers. Yep. Wow, that's an old-ass commercial. <laughs> yeah. Holy crap. Exit. Well, during 2009. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. You exit the house. Check the mail. Predictably, the mailbox is empty. You've already been scooped by your father. Um, those arrow commands are going to be coming up a lot. I guess probably the best way to say them out loud would just be to use the word next. Equal sign, equal sign, greater than. Alright, we'll say equal sign, equal sign, greater than. Perfect. The streets are empty. Wind skims the voids, keeping neighbors apart. As if grazing the hollow of a cut reed, or, say, a plundered mailbox. A familiar note is produced. It's the one desolation plays to keep its instrument in tune. It is your thirteenth birthday, and as with all twelve preceding it, something feels missing from your life. The game presently eluding you is only the latest sleight of hand in the repertoire of an unseen riddler, one to engender a sense not of mirth, but of lack. His coarse schemes are those less of a prankster than a common pickpocket. His riddle is absence itself. It is a mystery dispersing altogether like the moon's faint reflection, with even one pebble of inquiry dropped in its black well. It is the most diabolical riddle of all. Absence diminishes little passions, and increases great ones, as wind extinguishes candles and fans of fire. Walt Whitman. Yes, you are certain Walt Whitman said that. One hundred percent positive. You have a feeling it's going to be a long day. Equal sign, equal sign, greater than. Leave a surprise. <laughs> you got shit in the mailbox. <laughs> Leave a surprise for the mailman. No! <laughs> yes. This is perfect. See if your father left the mail in the car. The door is locked and your dad has the car keys. You peer in through the driver's side window. You don't see any mail, but you do see a green package. There's also something underneath it that looks like a slip of paper. Could these items have come in the mail? You don't see anything else that's usually in the mail, like bills or coupons. Maybe your dad forgot to take this stuff inside. Spy in the kitchen, even though I think we should be breaking into the car and getting our fucking mail. Just smash the window? Yeah. You try to get a gander through the kitchen window, but you can't see a whole lot. It seems your dad's been doing so much baking that the glass is steamed up. God, he's so weird. But you can see what's on the table, just beside the window. It looks like the mail's there. 
Included among it's a red package, some bills, your dad's PDA, and an envelope that appears to be suspiciously labeled with the Spurb logo. Could it be? Unfortunately, the window's locked. Break the lock, John. <laughs> nope. Go back into the kitchen like a boring-ass 13-year-old. You have no other choice. You're going in. Clever disguise, it's time to work your magic. Hold on, hold on. One of the arms on this Harlequin has fallen off into the cake. Yes. That's not good. How did it do that? Well, I mean, it's just being held in place with cake frosting. It probably just fell off. It, um, nope, I think it's something more than that. You think? I think something's going on. Enter the kitchen, yeah. John. All right, here we go. Oh my god, what is this? What is that? The pipe. Okay. Next. Your dad sees right through your costume. You don't know what you were even thinking with this foolish ruse. You unequip the clever disguise. Your dad wields a dreaded artifact of confection. He stands between you and the mail. There's only one way to settle this. Strive! Aggrieve! 8-bit battle version of that haunting piano refrain. Yeah, this is actually sick. I would use this as a ringtone. Yeah. In fact, I may rip it as a ringtone later. Yeah. Abjure. Ugh. Oh no, I got hit with a cake. Aggrieve! This doesn't, like, click this button. Aggrieve! Oh. I'm gonna win. <laughs> you can't win, it's just loops. Aggrieve! Retrieve the package and flee to your room. I want that music. You cannot abscond! This pesky guardian is blocking your path. You'll need to engineer some sort of distraction. And now, he brandishes yet another artifact of confection! The man is ruthless! You'd better brace for impact in the most comedically striking fashion possible. Equip disguise for defense. The Beagle Aegis absorbs the brunt of the treat. It looks like Dad'll enjoy the prankster's gambit on that exchange, as is usually the case. <laughs> I think it's worth noting that, like, he came at his dad with a hammer. <laughs> and his dad threw a pie at his face. And neither of them were really, like... This just seems like it's the normal day-to-day -day life that they live. <laughs> All he did was make his son a birthday cake. Yeah. Well, he's made him, like, 12 birthday cakes. Well, he has 13 birthdays, so that makes sense. <laughs> cake for a birthday? Yeah. <laughs> Capture oh, log go. pie tin. You take the pie tin and unequip the beagle puss. Everything in your silidex is pushed back a card. The smoke pellets are ejected from the deck. Yes! This could be just the distraction you were. Equal sign, equal sign, greater than... Nothing happens. What a huge letdown. Take the cake! Take the cake. When two great forces oppose each other, the victory will go to the one that knows how to yield. Oscar Wilde. Wise words by a man who likely could resist everything but temptation. The cake forces Colonel Sasker's text out of Drusilidex. No. How would I just, how would we just not read the equal sign, equal sign, I'll just go on. Fine. Well, you can read them if you want. You know, yeah, because you might not be done looking at the page. So. Go. Did it go? Next. Alright. Sassaker, you beautiful bastard! Now's your chance! Abscond. 
Now that Dad's busy placating the smoke detector, you can safely sneak away. Take the pe- Wait, no, hold on. We want the envelope. Why are we stealing his iPhone? This is wrong. But take the PDA. <laughs> you snag your dad's PDA. Maybe later you'll switch the background image to something hilarious as a prank. Besides, it may come in handy later. Your spare capture log card is forced out of the Silidex, and consequently integrated with the deck. You now have five cards to work with. That's what we had to do? To We couldn't just fucking use it? We had to force it out of the deck? Yeah, no, when you picked it up, it got just stuck in a capture log card. That's dumb. Why couldn't we just use it instantly? Take package. This red package is addressed to you. Take envelope. You got the spur beta. Exit the kitchen. I'm the best. Now we're getting somewhere. We are cooking with petrol now. I am the best. Oh, get cake on the couch. Why? Okay, get the cake on... You capture log the cake on the couch, expelling the pie tin from the bottom card. Oh, wow. Combine the cakes to make a double-decker cake. You then merge the two cakes across all five cards. Everything in your Silidex is smushed between the cakes. Why don't you think these things through first? What a bad idea. Retreat upstairs. We're gonna have to eat the whole cake. <laughs> you pause at the juncture and head down the hall. You're gonna need something to clean up the mess you're about to make by dissecting this cake. To the left is the bathroom. To the right is your dad's room. It's locked and you're forbidden from ever entering. He has secrets. Mm. Go to the bathroom and grab a towel. And the hooker. I just want to say that I love uh, their clown rug in the bathroom there. You enter the bathroom. You can see your backyard from the window. The jewel in its crown is the swing set, which has provided you with years of joy. There's also a spring-mounted pogo ride, which has been responsible for more than one painful injury, and has provided you with years of lament. On the sink is your dad's razor. On the rack to the side is a fresh towel. Remove PDA, envelope, and package from cake. Man, your dad's gonna be pissed. You take the razor and use it to perform surgery on the cake. You take the towel and clean off the extracted goods. What happened to the cake? It's gone now. Does, yeah, well, we haven't seen his inventory since he's done that, so we'll see. Okay, let's retrieve your items. The items force the manhandled cake into the toilet. And just like that, your Silidex is full again. God, this thing is annoying. He needs there to... you go, the cake's not dead, it's just in the toilet. He needs to learn data structures so he can avoid yes. having this problem. He does, yeah. Go to the bedroom. Oh, yeah. Mm. Go to the bedroom if you know what I mean. I'm talking about sexy time. Oh, no, maybe not. <laughs> Admire failure to launch poster. <laughs> You're not usually into chick flicks, but Matthew McConaughey's cool charisma could salvage any heap of smoldering wreckage. This is your McConaughey wall, a casual shrine to an amazing actor. The film above that one's a lot better, you think. I want you to picture... a little girl. Now imagine she's white. You got us, Matthew. Your smooth-talking exposed our latent racism. Damn, you're good! <laughs> I love Matthew McConaughey. See, you're perfect. You're John. Check pester job. Garden Gnostic began pestering ectobiologist at 1634. Hi, happy birthday, John. Hello? Okay, I'll talk to you later. Turntech Godhead began pestering ectobiologist at 1640. Hey, 
GG is looking good for you. Why are you even so popular? Oh, why did I read it in that voice? What that the hell weird. are you doing? That was weird. Uh. Uh. Hey, GG. Hey, why, oh, why is he saying... GG is the abbreviation of the, the Gnostic girl that was just up there that I read. Oh. Hey, GG is looking for you. Why are you even so popular all of a sudden? Is today some sort of special occasion or something? Did you do something to curry flavor with the ladies? Did you break your leg on a puppy or some shit? Dude, what are you doing? Turntech Godhead is now an idle chum. I discovered a comet that's going to destroy the Earth, and it was named after me. Now I'm famous, and everyone wants to talk to me a lot. Nope, stop. Just, nope. Nope, don't talk about your awful, stupid movies or make references to them. Your gross man-bro crush on Matthew McConaughey is an unsavory thing to behold. It's spelled McConaughey. Sounds like a noise a horse would make. And is dumb. Equally dumb are all those pictures of that clown you've got hanging up. Those are my dad's! I was talking about Nick Cage. Oh, what? No, man. Cage is sweet. So sweet. <laughs> nope. You don't even like him ironically or anything. This is like, this is like for real, isn't it? Oh, fuck. I do things ironically sometimes. What about when I sent you for your birthday? No, those are awesome. What? No, they're stupid, which was the joke. The ironic joke, get it? Wait. You're actually wearing them, aren't you? I'm wearing them ironically because they're awesome. The fact that they're ironic makes them awesome, and vice versa. Are you taking notes on how to be cool? Jesus, get a fucking pen. You do realize they touched Stiller's weird, sort of gaunt face at some point. Ew, yeah. Oh well. Anyway, speaking of which, did you get your mail? Alright, real quick, just to kind of clue you in on what they're talking about here. A really big plot element in Problem Sleuth were the sunglasses that Ben Stiller wore in the remake of Starsky and Hutch that he starred in. So that is uh, what they're talking about right now. John got TG the sunglasses from Starsky and Hutch. Oh. Okay. So it is Ben Stiller. Yeah, so anyway, back to the pester luck here. Yeah, I got the mail. Did there happen to be a package in there? Yeah, there's a big red one. You should probably open it. I would, but it's trapped under the spur beta, so I'll probably open it after I install that. Oh, man, the beta came! Yeah, you want to play it? <laughs> no. Why not? It sounds so hells of boring. Just get TD to play it. She's all about that. Where'd she go? Her internet is blinking in and out, I guess. Probably be back online soon. And, oh, Christ in the sidecar, are you still using that stack modus? Seriously, dude, you need to bone up on your data structures. That shit is just ridiculous. Okay, I will. See, we're, me and TEG are on the same fucking page right now. He needs to get, the, yeah. he needs to get his shit together. <laughs> Open browser and go to mspandadventures.com. You decide to space out on the computer for a while before doing anything important. You open the typhiest web browser and direct it to what is indisputably the most amazing website ever created. Next... Alright, so for John, the current MS Paint adventure is called Midnight Crew. You are members of a sinister gang called the Midnight Crew. Your nefarious plans are serpentine in their complexity. Your schemes convoluted. You're planning a heist in your underground hideout. What will you do? A new adventure's okay, but you're not sure if you like it as much as the last one. Install the spur beta, because this is dumb. You decide it's time for less meta and more beta. <laughs> you insert the CD and install the spur beta. What the fuck is this shit? Waiting for a server to establish... Bone up on data structures. 
You finally made it! This is what you've been waiting for! Alright, so if you look at all of the programming books he's got, they are all... All of their names are horrible puns. So you've got Disasterisk, yeah. Tilda F, and Carrot Cake. <laughs> Disasterisk! I get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Disasterisk, Tilda Death, and Carrot Cake. Uh... You go to your closet, where you keep a lot of clothes and an array of handy computer programming guides. Read the Data Structures book. Data Structures for Assholes by Buckminster Funny Uncle. I think my rage just crapped its pants. Your ignorance just made me throw up a little. Get a clue, you computer illiterate piece of shit. Free fetch mode is in the back. You're not sure you really want to dig into this huge tome. It looks really boring and kind of ornery. Maybe I'll just check out that free fetch modus instead. Get free fetch modus. You turn to the back inside cover, where a free fetch modus is included in a plastic sleeve. This one is dictated by the logic of a queue data structure, operating on a first-in, first-out method, rather than a first-in, last-out method of a stack. Apply fetch modus to Silidex. Items capture logged in your Silidex are no longer immediately accessible. You can only use the item on the bottom card, and must wait for items on upper cards to be pushed back to it. For instance, the red package is now inaccessible. You can only use the razor at the moment. This modus doesn't strike you as a significant upgrade to your previous one. In fact, it almost seems more inconvenient. You figure you may as well give it a chance, though. This is fucking dumb. Switch back to the stack modus. You suddenly wonder if this is even possible. You don't even remember if you ever had a physical card for the stack modus. You find this all to be a little abstract, and you'd prefer not to think about it too much. Put down the razor. Put it... down? You're not quite sure you understand. Pick up two items. <laughs> <laughs> Capture log one of the cakes. You finally found a use for all these loitering pastries. Dead weight. <laughs> Put down? What the fuck is that? <laughs> Get the other cake. Oh my god. The second cake causes the razor to launch out of the front of your Silidex. Oh, good lord. That beautiful face! You wish that razor would have failed to launch. Get more stuff. You open your magic chest and capture log one of your favorite books of all time. Wise Guy by Mike Cavaney. There goes the fresh towel. Might as well grab those cuffs. You take the trick handcuffs, expelling the PDA like a bullet. <laughs> You fucking broke the glass? <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, god damn it. Open up that package. <laughs> PDA's on the ground. You examine the package. It's from one of your internet chums. It's bound in packing tape, though. You'll need something sharp to open it. Ah, of course! The razor! It's all so simple! You wonder why you didn't- This isn't gonna work. <laughs> Get the razor. <laughs> <laughs> and the package is out of your inventory. Pick up the package again. Let's take this from the top. I like the cake smashed into the wall. Capture log, <laughs> capture log glass shards. <laughs> you take three glass shards in quick succession and duck for cover. Your Silidex rains devastation on your room from above. And now that your cards are packed with broken glass, you probably don't want to do that again anytime soon. No. Next. You should probably go get that stuff before you forget about it. Use the razor on the red package. Fuck the stuff. You open the package. 
There's something suspicious inside. Something suspiciously dirty and smelly. Next, but I swear to God, he fucking pooped in this package. <laughs> it's a stuffed bunny, much like the one held hostage briefly by Malkovich's Cyrus the Virus while taunting hard luck protagonist Cameron Poe. Make a move and the bunny gets it. And it's strikingly similar to the one scooped up from the soot of a burning Vegas strip by Cage's Poe and offered to his daughter, a gesture symbolic of a tattered exterior surrounding a heart of gold. Poe wasn't much to look at, but he was a good man. I got a present for you, Casey. Oh, dirty. But no, it's not merely like that bunny. According to this note of authenticity, it's the very same bunny. This is so awesome! What the fuck? This is dumb. <laughs> oh my god. Check the status of Spurb Beta. It looks like your computer is trying to get your attention. Look at the monitor, like we were gonna do anyway. Spurb, version 0.0.1. .0 Copyright Skyanet Systems Incorporated. All rights reserved. Spurb client is running. A Spurb host user is attempting to connect with you. Client has established connection with host. Press enter when ready. Probably read the pester trim window first. Tentacle therapist began pestering ectobiologist at 1708. It looks like you managed to retrieve the beta. Excellent. I'm going to try to connect. Well, okay, but I just got the most awesome present. The rabbit. So sweet. I've heard tales of this wretched creature often. Its Homeric legend is practically ensconced in the fold of my personal mythology by now. What? Why don't we focus on the matter at hand? Oh, uh, yeah, the game. Okay. I don't really know how this works. What am I even looking at here? You are running the client application. I am running the server, so I am the host user. I have established a connection with you. This is sufficient for us to play the game. Uh, okay then. Why don't we get started? I'm gonna hit enter. I'm gonna actually hit enter. Oh, oh, oh. The music for this one is what I have as my ringtone. Next. It's loading. To the point where I just jumped and tried to answer my phone when I heard it. This could be an okay ringtone. So from here, you can mouse over all of the interface buttons to get a sense of how the game Spurb works. This is um, TT's game screen. This is what she's seeing on her computer right now. Hmm. Select, revise, deploy, Fernalia registry, grist cache, explore anthonium, alchemy excursus. None of that makes sense. Select, ma <laughs> select magic chest. Alright, so she picks the select option, then she clicks on the magic chest, and from there she can pick up the chest and move it around. Like in real life? Yeah, in real life. Zoom out. This is weird. Spurb is basically The Sims, but 
instead of a sim, it's one of your friends in their house, which is sort of horrifying if you think about it. What the fuck? Drop the chest, I guess. Oh my god. This is a terrifying game. <laughs> Got a pester log. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What, what are you doing? Sorry, I'm just getting a feel for the controls. Did you just put my magic chest on the roof? Yes. Fuck. I'll try to be more careful next time. You're a huge bitch. The pester lock didn't say, but I said. Get the <laughs> card. Hey, but look at the silver lining. Underneath the magic chest was the card you can use to switch back to the stack data structure. You find your missing stack fetch modus and quickly reapply it to your Silidex. You can now opt for either the stack or queue modus at any time. You toggle between the fetch modi with gleeful abandon. Next. It's like jumping in an MMO. <laughs> it looks like your dad is leaving again for more baking supplies. You're relieved to have the house to yourself again, if only for a few minutes. You just hope he doesn't notice the magic chest on the roof. Or all the shit you threw out the window, for that matter. Does he work? Does his dad have a job? For all you know, he's got a day off. I don't remember what day of the week that 4-13-2009 was. Yeah, well, you know what? It wasn't a fucking day where the dad could just bake all day. It's his son's birthday. Of course he has to bake for him. No, he doesn't. He has to take him to go-karts and shit. I know how birthdays work. <laughs> Select stuff in yard and move it back into room. Hey, hey, do you think you could do me a favor? Can you grab all that stuff outside my broken window and bring it in for me? I'll give it a shot. Thanks. No luck. It appears to be out of range. I'm guessing it's too far away from you, the player. B fucking colon C, then. <laughs> select John. Colon C. You can't select a player! John abjures the meddlesome cursor. <laughs> select a bunny. <laughs> Put the bunny... Back in the box. Perfect. <laughs> Revised room? I don't know what this is. Boom. Oh. Holy shit, what? Okay, I'm back on board for this game now. This could make my apartment <laughs> a lot bigger. Next. <laughs> Open Fernalia Registry. Hmm. This is great radio, all these textless pages. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. This is just this is just the worst. And I can't even tell what's going on. Deploy totem lathe. Examine totem lathe. So you gotta watch the GIF first? Nope. Yes, that's what's going on. Alright. It's a giant sewing machine. <laughs> you don't know what the heck this thing does, but it looks neat. It's a giant sewing machine. Open the grist cache. Alright, finally, we've got some text to read. It seems expanding the dimensions of your room cost us some build grist, but deploying the lathe did not appear to incur any expense. It looks like certain objects are freebies, probably to help you set up the game. Well, okay, what do they do? I think that's up to you to find out. All I can do is drop stuff in your house and then move it around, apparently. How do I move stuff around? I don't think that you can as the client. You'll need to install the server application. You should have received both in separate envelopes. I'm running both on my computer right now. What? Did you get another envelope in the mail? No. Once you install the server and establish a connection, I'm sure you'll be able to manipulate my environment in the same manner. Are you sure you didn't get it? Oh, man. I think I might know where it is. Next. Mm, yep. 
I knew it. Yeah. Fucking knew it. Now that your room is bigger, why don't you move to the far corner? It'll extend the range of the cursor, and I can reach the items. Which you threw out the window for some reason? Good idea. What have you been doing in here all afternoon anyway? I have been fussing with my retarded Silidex. But I think I have it under control now. What modus do you use? I like to use trees. Uh, no, that sounds awkward. It's not exceptionally practical, but I think they're elegant. I think you're elegant. Stand in the corner. Deploy Crux Truder. Alright, he's got his shit back. Deploy... Hey, what, what is the... It's like a fucking alchemy thing. And they're putting it in his living room. Right in front of the door. <laughs> Deploy Alchemiter. This is the worst. On his balcony? Really? Oh my god, she's the worst at The Sims. Why is the floor shaking? Are you dropping more stuff in my house? Yes, two more large gizmos. Sweet, but what do you, what do you what what's with all the big contraptions? If I had to guess, they appear to facilitate a sort of system involving punch card based alchemy. Huh. To what end? I mean I mean what are we supposed to be doing in this game? That still remains to be seen. Maybe you should go investigate. Alright, so Dad has serious business loaded up on his phone, which is the serious businessman's alternative to Twitter. The following matters have been submitted in a frank and forthright manner for Pipefan 413's judicious appraisal. Gracelack 66 at 1721. Need counsel on removing coffee from necktie. Incident occurred 45 seconds ago. Beverage essence is rapidly settling into fabric. Too busy for this at 1722. Please elaborate on incident. Gracelack 66 at 1722. Was posturing unevenly to reach for hat on wall hook. Tip of tie slipped in open mouth of pot. Duration of dunk, approximately three seconds. Office search in 1280 at 1723. Photographic documentation of incident? Well-pressed attire at 1723. Use ballpoint pen to roll up tip of cloth. Extract pen. Press rolled cloth against ceramic surface, e.g. restroom sink. In future, consider repositioning hat hook and or coffee pot. Gracelack 66 at 1724. Decided to return home for fresh tie. Soiled tie will be laundered immediately upon return. You grab the PDA, switching back to stack modus so it's readily accessible. The interface is oddly sterile. No hilarious clown wallpapers or anything like that. Oop! You mean Harlequin wallpapers. The serious business application is open. It seems your dad uses it to keep tabs on various acquaintances. His fellow street performers, maybe? You guess the performing arts must be pretty serious business after all. Can we pause as a social media consultant? Okay. I find serious business to be a great idea. Yeah. And I would use it. And Twitter for, for the serious business man. And I would talk in serious business attire the whole time. Also, okay. I have a headache. Why do I have a Aww. headache? It hurts. That's just the homestuck starting to kick in. Don't worry, it'll go in a few days. Ooh. I think my body may have, like, turned off for some of that. <laughs> Like, it feels, I got up and it feels like I've been napping. But I wasn't asleep because I was talking to you. You're, you're just in rapture in the, in the world of a new... Welcome to the new extreme, Michael. I don't know how I feel about this thing anymore. It's sucking the life out of you. That's what it does. It feels weird. Uh... Install Pester Chum. This should be useful. Now you can keep tabs on your chums while you wander around the house. 
Go out the balcony. Why doesn't he just leave the house? Show no pester. empty right now. Show pester log. Hey, I'm out on the balcony now. I'm messaging from my dad's PDA. The one you threw out into the yard? No, I'm telling you, it jumped out of my Silidex like a frightened weasel. What were you even doing with it in the first place? I'm not sensing a lot of regard for the personal property of others. Is this how your pent-up frustration with your father manifests itself? Uh, no. These were all accidents. Please take your psychobabblery elsewhere, miss. Your bathroom is a mess! Did you do that, too? Oh, man. See, this isn't cool. All this snooping nonsense. There's... There's a cake in your toilet. Accurate. I'm tempted to clean it up for you. Okay, if that will satisfy your weird OCD complex, then go ahead. My obsessive-compulsive disorder complex? Can a disorder also be a complex? In your case, yep, probably. Sounds complicated. Mom sounds complicated. Anyway, I'm going to have a look at this enormous platformy thing you put on the balcony. Examine Alchemiter in a cautious manner. Good. Glad to see we're doing things cautiously now. You have no idea what to do with this thing. You can't find any controls for it. Having exhausted all other possibilities, you just decide to stand on it. This isn't very cautious of you, actually. Look through the telescope? Oh, there's a telescope. Of course, he looks directly into the sun with it, because why not? <laughs> it's a clear, sunny day. Nothing out of the ordinary to report. At least, not beyond the walls of your own home. Grab the soiled toilet? Oh, the cake toilet, okay. Whoops. W whoops what? Next. <laughs> What was that noise? Is that something I should go investigate? No, no, I have it under control. You can keep playing with your telescope. Investigate. <laughs> Trust you. Uh, I think I can patch it up. Just give me a little space. Why don't you have a look at that Cruxtruder? The what? The thing I put in your living room. Fuck. Hop down the hole. You jump down to the utility room. Get sledgehammer and card. You take the sledgehammer and the capture log card, combine the two, and quickly apply it to your strife specibus. You think it's cool that things don't always have to be a federal fucking issue. <laughs> this is good. Next. Oh my god. It looks like another one of your chums is pestering you on your PDA. Answer the chum. Answer the chum. Gnostic began pestering ectobiologist at 1725. Um, I guess I'll take John, you take uh, GG. Okay. John, did you get my package? Oh, hey! No, not yet. Darn, are you sure? It was in a green box. Oh, yes, but it's in my dad's car, and he's still out at the store. He should be back soon. Great! What are you up to today? I'm up to my neck in all this spurb stuff. TT is making a royal mess of my house. <laughs> Lol. What's spurb? Oh, it's this game. It's okay, I guess. I'm still figuring it out. Whoa, what was that? What was what? There were a lot of loud noises outside my house. It sounded like an explosion. Wow, really? I will go outside and look. Oh, man. All right, but be careful, okay? I will, smiley face. Great. <laughs> um, so, so is Gardenostic supposed to be a girl? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did that voice totally wrong, eh? <laughs> oh dear. Oh, I went the wrong wrong direction with that one. My bad. 
We'll correct it next time Garden Gnostic talks to John. John, might as well check out the Crux Truder. I guess, uh, well, I guess John has more lines in this one, so I'll be done. Ah, oh, hell no. You put this thing in front of the door? There's a door there? Um, yeah? I didn't see it. I just thought it fit nicely into the groove. You mean, you thought it was elegant? Okay, well, what do I do with this thing? Hello? What are you doing up there now? Next. Oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Examine wheel on the crux trigger. When you turn the wheel, something seems to be pushing up from underneath the lid. But you aren't strong enough to make the lid come off. Put bathtub in driveway. Oh, no. Oh, no. On the tub's journey to the driveway, the connection's interrupted. (laughs) Scold TT. You can see me, right? Tell me what is wrong with this picture. (laughs) Sorry, I keep losing the wireless signal. Must be the weather. I would look for a stronger signal in another part of the house, but I'd rather not risk an encounter with my mother. I battled through her cloud of gin and derision once already this evening. (laughs) Yeah, I totally hear you. Mom's drunk. Yes. Cake, jesters, unfaltering love and support. Quite a road to hoe there. Oh, I suppose I'm complicit for not informing social services about your situation. I know! What about going outside? Maybe you could catch a neighbor's signal. That presents the same problem. Also, it's raining, remember? And dark. It's dark already? Yes, the sun has already had its way with us here on the East Coast. Its lured glare has moved on to younger time zones. Uh, okay. Hit Crux Truder with a sledgehammer. Now we're getting somewhere. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Need some help? Pick up the slit jammer. <laughs> nice. Solid. Next. That was good teamwork. Yeah. <laughs> Da 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 da. Next. <laughs> hmm. What is this thing, and what is that clock counting down to? I've been looking at the game fact walkthroughs to try and figure out some of this stuff. Hold on while I read further. Okay. All these walkthroughs are extremely short. None of them progress much further than this point. Uh, weird. But I guess, I guess it's a new game. True. Now that the lid is off, you'll need to extrude some cruxite. Turn the wheel again. You extrude one crooksite dowel. Get the crooksite. <laughs> I feel like we should be hurrying. That countdown is making me nervous. John? Oh, your PDA is trapped under the crooksite now, isn't it? Anyway, it looks like you're going to need this card, too. Deploy pre-punched card. Get card. <laughs> A shard of glass is expelled from the deck and maims the Harlequin doll. Yes! Yes, this is perfect. Capture log fanciful harlequins. You take two fanciful harlequins. The additional useless freight pushes your PDA to the last card. You then switch to the Q modus so you can access the PDA. More glass shrapnel flies from the deck. Just keeps cutting. See now it's a scarred and like ruined it's harlequin doll. I think that's worse. Yeah, it's still fucking terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. This thing <laughs> keeps following me around. I think it's trying to talk to me or something. 
That's probably the kernel sprite. It apparently needs to be prototyped. Twice, actually. Whatever the hell that means. These walkthroughs are horrendously written. Hmm... Well, you are the one with the cursor, so you just do whatever you think is right thing to do. Also fix my bathroom, please. TT. Dropped maimed Harlequin into Colonel Sprite. Uh, what? Next. Ne next? The Colonel Sprite has been prototyped with the Harlequin doll. I'm not gonna like this. This is not gonna go well. Doll's gonna come to fucking life, isn't it? <laughs> Doll's gonna come to life. It's loading its dumb thing right now. Oh, yeah, there it goes. It's animating. What the fuck? Nope. Nope, nope. Next. Next. Nope. Done. Nope. Not anymore. Sorry, Mike, but that is all the time we've got right now. That is going to be the second episode of Let Me Tell You About Homestuck. And, uh, you're just going to have to keep looking at this clown until the next episode comes out. Sorry about that, buddy. Um, I want to thank everyone for listening in. I want to thank Mike Blaze for letting me tell him about Homestuck some more. And, uh, I will see you next time. In the meantime, let's all just enjoy the terrible feeling that this clown makes my place feel.